Hey, I'm Michelle. And I'm Jamika. And we're friends. What were your friends too? This week we will be talking about zodiac signs and birth charts. Let's get right into it. Okay, cool. So, what are we going to talk about today? So, today we are going to go over our astrological birth charts. Um, we're just going to, you know, explain. First, let's start off with, I guess, what are our zodiac signs? Yeah, that would be the place to start. So, I am a Leo. Ooh, I love Leos, and I am a Capricorn. Yeah, and for anyone who doesn't know, basically, these are zodiac signs, and we are different ones because our birthdays fall in different parts of the year, and certain months and days are specific to certain zodiac signs. I guess that's a layman's way of explaining it. Yeah, I think you explained it pretty well. Uh, Do you believe in, you know, your zodiac? Like, so I guess every zodiac has a certain description of like, you know, attributes that we are supposed to have. Um, Yeah. Do you feel like you align with those attributes? I think sometimes I do. Um, There's like a a weird thing about me because I'm born or I was born right on the cusp of two zodiac signs. So I'm like a Leo Virgo cusp. So I tend to have tendencies of Leos and Virgos because my birthday falls like right where the change is happening, depending on what zodiac calendar you're referring to, because it's different. Uh, in di- from in different places um so yeah sometimes yes but sometimes no so it's very like gray area like so I'm not exactly my sign oh how about you I didn't even know that um oh yeah <laughs> that's actually really cool I uh so I believe Capricorns their birthday starts December 22nd I could be wrong don't attack me in the comments Um, I was born like four days after that. So I'm a true Capricorn. Um, it's funny too, uh, because when I first did these, what are my sun and my moon? It was very clearly you're a Capricorn. And I was like, yeah, and I know that. Um, (laughs) but I would say that for the most part, actually, I think my, my, the attributes that are associated with the Capricorn are very much me, um, almost to a T. I feel like if you're looking on, you know, how do I define Jamika in like so many words, you can easily take some of the Capricorn stuff and it fits right in. So yeah, it's, it's kind of, I like low key. I'm always kind of like Capricorn, Capricorn, because everything they say about me is so like scarily accurate, (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of like, Oh geez. But I know there are like a few people that you know don't subscribe to the zodiac culture, and that's yeah. fine. You know, it's it's cool, but I feel like if you do notice that, hey, like one or two of these attributes are very, very much me, then it's kind of like it doesn't hurt to look into it a bit. Um, yeah, like kind of like oh, maybe this thing does have like a point to it, or I, I see why people get into it, kind of thing. Exactly. Um, so I did have a question for you. Uh, do you remember like around what age you kind of got into this stuff? 
That's a great question. Uh, I think maybe when I was in middle school, mm. when I started, like maybe seventh grade, I want to say, is when I started like learning and being really into, you know, Zodiacs and not even just like the uh, Americanized Zodiac, but like the Chinese Zodiac. And Ooh. I always thought that stuff is like really, really interesting to me. Um, and then as I got older, it's always kind of just been something that I'm like very attuned to. Not yeah. to the point where I would like, I know magazines and newspapers aren't really a thing, but back then that was kind of how you figured out what your Zodiac was for whatever day. Um, I never went to that extent, but I think last year I listened to like a podcast that was specifically about like what your Zodiac sign was for the day. Um, and I would listen to that every, or try to listen to it every day. So I could be like, oh, so I shouldn't, you know, engage in romantic relationships today because it's a bad idea for my sign. So <laughs> I guess I would do that. But what about you? When did you start? Um, so I think I also started in middle school and uh, <laughs> it was for like stupid shit. Like I remember, I think the way it started was because I like uh, would have like crutches and stuff. And then like I would put my name and his name in like a love calculator online oh and then God. like it would be like oh equals 90 percent <laughs> and then it would be like his sign what is his sign like the more uh once I got a probably eighth grade uh like once uh I'd go to other websites and it'll be like oh like insert uh the person's birthday I'm like fuck like I don't know their birthday what do I do now <laughs> so um once I started doing like other quizzes when I was younger, like they involved more uh, zodiac signs, not just pure randomness. Uh, so I think it started from there. And then, kind of like you said, like if I would go to like the hair salon with my mom, like there would be old magazines. And then I'd see like all the way in the back, it'd be like, oh, you're zodiac for the week. And it wouldn't be like current, it would be from like a few months ago. But I would still see like, oh, like my birthday goes between that one, which is Leo. And I was like, what does this say? And it would be like, oh, like romance is right around the corner. And I'd be like, oh, shit, yes. <laughs> so. It started from like that. So I wasn't as like super scholarly about it like you or you were like looking at also like Chinese Zodiac and stuff. Um, but it was more for like my crushes and hoping that they liked me back. Really, that's what I used it for. But as I got older too, like I was like, oh, like I saw like the personality um, traits that Leo's had. And I was like, oh, some of this stuff like does apply to me. Like what else is there? Uh, and like occasionally like uh, maybe when I was in high school like I would look at my horoscope for the day but now that I've gotten older like I don't really pay attention to it that much uh, but I, I like um, like the traits and like just kind of learning more information about myself and how to become a better me oh I Man. love that thank you <laughs> and I got like a flashback when you said love testers because I feel like that was I'd be lying if I said that I also didn't do that. And I also wasn't like, damn it, we only have 50%. Let me try to get this love tester. <laughs> this one's wrong. Oh, man. Yeah. So I was going to ask you to like, do you remember like, because I know like, that's kind of like a moment that I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty. I'm pretty sure that's when Zodiac started for me. Like, 
I know I asked you like what age, but was there like a time or like a reason why you got into it? So when I was younger and it was more so when I was younger, now it's not as much, but I used to watch a whole lot of anime and uh, I would read the manga books like manga. Sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but um, I, (laughs) I, there was a show called Fruits Basket and I loved it so much. And it was like Chinese Zodiac. And I want to say that that's where it started for me. Um, that's where I started to get interested in, oh, well, this is a Chinese Zodiac. Well, what's, oh, like I'm a goat. Why am I a goat? That sucks. Like I would, <laughs> you know, and then I would get jealous of like Leo's because you guys are lions and I'm a freaking goat. but uh I would say yeah I think that's kind of where it started for me was like animes and stuff I know the love testers that I used to do was really just like putting your names together and that's it there was no like depth to it at all (laughs) which you know maybe if there was now like things might be different but like (laughs) have that then so I think that's where it started for me um I know that I mean this I feel like this has really taken me back I know right <laughs> like I didn't even I'm like tapping into memories that I completely forgot I had <laughs> I know <laughs> oh man okay so the reason we're talking about zodiacs now is because we wanted to talk about our astrological birth charts and we thought this would be a great um way for you listeners to get to know us better and for us to learn some more little things about ourselves yeah, and each other. Yeah. Um. So why, I was curious as to why, like how you found out about birth charts or like why you wanted to do it. Because I know like only up until like a few months ago, like I really didn't know what that was. Yeah. So I, um, hmm, I guess it started out with like a conversation with some of my other friends and, you know, them saying, well, my, my my zodiac sign is the sun version is this and the moon is this. And I was like, I don't know what either of those are. Maybe I should check because people keep talking about it. And then when I worked at my part-time job last year, um, one of my coworkers was really, really, really into birth charts. And she was kind of like, you have to do yours. And she, I did mine. And she kind of like went through everything with me. And I was like, holy crap, this is really, really accurate. So I think for me, it maybe started like last year, no. Yes. Yes. Yes, it did. It started last year in like September when I really started thinking about like what the sun and the moon signs are. Because um, I feel like that's kind of when they started to become relevant. Um, at least I would start to hear more people talking about it. So other podcasts would say, well, you know, their sign is in sun right now and blah, blah, blah. So I was kind of like, okay, this is interesting. Um, and I think that's kind of why I was like, this would be a really good way for us to, to learn some more. Um, and you know, whether or not we disagree with it is a whole other thing, but it's fun to see what other sites say about you and sometimes how scarily accurate they can be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cool. All right. So should we go over our birth charts? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Let's, um, why don't we explain, you know, kind of how we had to to do this? Like the the process for it. Oh yeah, so what we had to do, uh you can find a couple of these online if you just like look up birth 
chart. Um, but Jamika found a really good website and uh, it's very detailed as you'll see in a few minutes. Um, so we had to enter like very specific details like our city of birth, uh, the time we were born. Um, and this, we're trying to do this just to see if we can get, like we said, more information about ourselves. Right. Okay. So we are going to first explain the sun and the moon since they are the I think I feel like I might be wrong but are they like the biggest categories or the heavy hitter categories the more well-known categories yeah I would I would say that for sure I think you know depending on which site you use also you can get some more information on other things but I feel like typically you know most people just talk about the sun and the moon but we'll be going a little bit more in depth but not too much yeah, and just a disclaimer, uh, we are definitely not experts. No, not. Uh, I know Jamika knows a little more than me, because all I know is that I'm a Leo Virgo cusp lady. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're definitely just doing this for funsies and uh, just to figure out more stuff about ourselves, like I keep saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's start with the sun. So Michelle, can you explain what the sun means? Yes. So according to our website that we used, the sun represents vitality, a sense of individuality, and outward shining creative energy. All right. And how about the moon? So the moon represents the emotional responses, the unconscious predestination, and the self-image. It also represents your emotions and it shows how a person expresses themselves when they're at home at ease and comfortable. Ooh. Yes. So just picture yourself relaxed and your true self and you're alone. <laughs> okay. So my son is in Leo and Ooh. a short description of this is that it says she is masterful she likes authority she aspires toward an ideal she likes to give advice she is honest frank loyal open and sincere oh i think those qualities very accurately define who you are oh thank you nice queen how about you so my son is in capricorn and my description is that I, she is honest, reserved, circumspect, honorable, and strong-willed, quietly ambitious within the realms of the possible. She likes and takes on responsibility. She can work in the social domain. Ooh. Yes. That is very much you. <laughs> I felt that way too. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, as we say, scary. That is a very good description of you. It is. And one of my um, other little descriptions is that my humor can be deadpan. <laughs> and I can be bitingly sarcastic. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, you, you know a lot about me from just this small amount of information I gave you, but that felt really accurate. Yeah, that is very yeah. accurate. Isn't right? Are there any parts in your sum that you felt like were really, really accurate? Um, let me see. So I'm going to pull from, because there's like, 
it gives us like a long like a couple of paragraph description of it and then it gives us a short description so it said that uh there's an unmistakably regal air to solar leos are dignified even noble folk (laughs) and that leos have a reputation for being conceited um which I don't think I am. Uh, and it's I think this said it in a perfect way because it said, Leos do feel important, but this generally takes the form of wanting to change the world in some way to make the world a better place. And I know like one of my things, maybe one of my uh, principles is that I really want to help people, but I think it's too vague because I don't really know how. Uh, so I guess I've always wanted like a career, for example, in helping people, but I don't know what way that's going to be yet. Yeah, that makes sense. Honestly, like knowing you and the different career paths that like you've considered, they've all been like helping people in some form. So that does make a lot of sense. Um, that's actually really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Solar Capricorns can see into the future and plan for it. They don't mind taking things slowly, but they absolutely aim to get to the top of the mountain in life. They make their way steadily and sure-footedly, and their strength and singleness of purpose are admirable. Ooh. That makes sense. I always feel like I'm striving to get to, you know, I'm always trying to best myself. Absolutely. I seriously you're very much like always climbing like the tallest uh mountains but you like even if it's like slowly like it said like you always get there and you're very like strong about it thank you I like that I feel like so far you know I mean there are so many other aspects to this um listeners if you guys do the chart which will link the site in our description so you can take a look at it and do it for yourself but so far this is feels pretty accurate to me mm-hmm. um there's a couple more things from my son thing i just wanted to mention yeah, uh, uh it says these people can sleep in laze around and luxuriate for long periods of time <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is very true i can sleep in um even i think so i am uh mexican and when i was younger there were a lot of like parties. So it'd be like, oh, like someone, some kid, someone's kid had like a baptism. Let's throw a party in the apartment. Uh, and really the parties for the adults. So the kids would all go to sleep by like 2 a.m. And there'd be like loud ass music with like super like bass. And like you can hear it like in the other room. But like I was one of those kids who would just like fall asleep like with this music. So it was basically as if this music was like lulling me to sleep. So very random tangent as to why I can sleep in very well. Uh, I guess I'm just a heavy sleeper. Um, And I just saw one that said, Leos have a very noble inner code that they answer to. Um, And I would like to think that that's true because I do go out of my way to help people, even if it, which is kind of bad because sometimes I forget about myself. Um, Uh. And this can apply a very good example is like in video games, like if I'm playing online, uh, there's someone like who's like about like it's like a 4v1. It's a certain game I'm thinking of. It's a 4v1. 
and where I'm on a team, like I might sacrifice myself to make sure this other person like gets out safely. Um, that sometimes is a bad quality because I forget about myself. Uh, so yeah, that makes sense. I think the, um, <laughs> you kind of just being able to tune out the world when someone's blasting. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great quality. I wish I could do that. Thank you. I've been training since I was very young. <laughs> I'm very jealous of that skill. Oh. <laughs> uh, mine says, um, hmm. all right, just to give a bit more on mine too. Um, so mine says that Capricorns are a feet on the ground, eye on the prize sign. Mm-hmm. So um, we have a, a realistic grounded approach to life and that can be seen no matter how dreamy the rest of the birth chart suggests. Um, they know how to do things and get things done. Uh, they turn their backs on things they deem too frivolous and they're more concerned with things that are worthwhile and that includes their own lives. So they want to do and be something worthwhile, which I feel like, like, I mean, ever since I was younger, I've always wanted to kind of like leave my footprint in some way, I guess like you, um, I've always wanted to like, you know, it goes real and like, I am thinking more a bit, but like, if I die, like, what did I leave behind for people to remember type of vibe, you know? Yeah, like making an impact. Yeah, like some type of legacy. And I've always wanted to do that. And um, I think that's like, pretty spot on. With- yeah, definitely. Yeah. We have a, this, the whole like, master the art of making people laugh, their sense of humor, <laughs> pan variety, that we're excellent at keeping a straight face. They can be bitingly sarcastic too. Um, we're not known for taking too many risks in life, and we value the beaten, the beaten track and things tried and true. Um, they say that we simply value the hard work, hard work laid down by those who have been around before us. Yeah, and it says to turn to your Capricorn friends for help when you need to really get things done. They'll have practical advice and they'll help you organize and manage your life a little better. Capricorns are generally good with their word. We're dependable and rather loyal people. Wow. Yeah. I feel very true. (laughs) I I feel like most of, you know, my friends and our our friends now too, I feel like whenever there's something that we want to get done, I feel like I'm the person that's like, all right, like let's get shit done. Like let's organize and like, plan out everything yeah definitely and I know uh like in my eyes like I think you're always like one of the organized more organized people uh of our friend group I hope I don't get in trouble for saying that um (laughs) but um yeah like because you know like you and I have made like various like pro and con charts uh for different like scenarios in our lives um And you, like, I know you had, like, your bullet journal, and you're very, like, you like to see things and, uh, like, write them out. Like, even for, like, our podcast, like, you have a separate, like, notebook where you write, like, notes and ideas and stuff. Um, So I definitely see that. uh, And the humor part is hilarious because it's very true. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you've seen this. This is, like, a maybe, like, a meme. I think it's a meme. Uh, But it's this baby who's, like, in a in a high chair 
and like the parent is like feeding them or I don't know what they're doing but he the baby's like laughing and then he like immediately makes this like really serious face and then the parents are laughing and then he like turns back and he's like ah like he's laughing again so that kind of reminds me of you where I feel like if you like had to be put in a situation where you have to like pretend to be mad or pretend to be happy like you can do it and then no one will really know and you'll be like the baby and like you'll pretend to be happy but then immediately shift to your angry face (laughs) (laughs) thanks yeah I feel like yeah I guess you know it's it's funny because when you read these things at least for me it's like I never really think about like the things that I'm doing as being seen as organized like for me that's just the way to do it ah interesting yeah so I never like really think okay well like I should get a notebook and I should do this it's always kind of just like what would make my life easier and what would make it easier for everybody else I know I'll just do it this way but you're right the the bullet journal I have so many calendars at home like I I, like love office supplies I mean oh my god me too (laughs) (laughs) I can love staples man I have like no room for office supplies, but I love office supplies. It's so fun to shop for. And I just can't wait until I can move into a place where I can have my own home office because I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Um, So I, at one of my jobs, um, they had like, how do I say this um so they had a bunch of like office supplies like they had like two tables where because we had to like prepare uh packages of documents and compile them together basically so they had like three giant industrial printers and I was like yes and then (laughs) once I printed like it would be like hundreds and hundreds of pages like depending on the file like I would go to the table and there would be like a little bucket for like uh, binder clips and a bucket for paper clips and then a bucket of rubber bands and a bucket of staples for the staplers and then all these like heavy duty staplers because it would be like thick ass documents. (laughs) And like I was just like, oh, my God, like this is amazing. Like, give me all the supplies. Damn it. (laughs) I love that so much. I love like the like little like. You know, like the desk signs you see when you go to like TJ Maxx or like Home Goods, and it's always yeah. like "lady" or like uh, "wake me up in the morning" or like "wake me when my coffee's done" or like some sign like that or "boss lady." Like I <laughs> love those signs. <laughs> yeah, I love the little like you know, going way off topic, but I love like the paper folders. <laughs> and they love label makers. I want everything to have a label. Like it's yeah. awesome. I agree. Uh, we just got like way off topic. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh man. Um, did you have anything else in your sun sign you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay, cool. So let's jump to the moon. The moon. Ooh. Okay. So um, my moon sign is in Pisces. Mm-hmm. And just to give this short description, it says that I'm imaginative, sharp insights. She is impressionable with an abundant imagination, gentle, warm, humorous, artistic. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What about yours? Um, mine says, oh, so my moon is in Cancer. Ooh. And the short description is she is likable and sociable, 
very sensitive to environmental conditions and surroundings. She likes home, habits, comfort, and her little world. Very caring and protective of loved ones. Um, Again, so spot on. (laughs) I'd like to to say yes to that. (laughs) Um, I did want to bring up, so on the short description, it also has potential issues under it. So these potential issues I did want to mention because... It says, uh, subject to indolence, comma, inertia. And I had to look up indolence because I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, and it was funny because if I get to my notes, an indolence is avoiding activity or exertion slash laziness. And inertia is a tendency to do nothing slash remain unchanged. Um, and that is definitely an issue for me because I love being lazy. I feel like a lazy sloth in a tree. Um, (laughs) so that's definitely one of my issues, but I make sure it doesn't interfere with my life. Okay. Yeah. But, um, I liked your short description. I think it's very true. Thanks. Since you mentioned your um, issues, I'll mention mine. So mine says, and it's like real spot on, um, <clears throat> troubles caused by too much sentimentality, mm-hmm. um, worries, problems, unhealthy imagination, escapism, and nervousness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the the part that I thought that I think is really really funny is that being sentimental can cause me too much trouble. And (laughs) I do have a hard time of letting things go that's like sentimental. Like you sent me um, this really cute care package uh, this week and I like pinned up your card that you put. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Of course. Because I was just so happy. Like I would have freaking saved the damn like, you know, package it came in too, but that was just too much. But I think with everything I have, like if it has any type of meaning to me, I have a really hard time of letting it go. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it's like the just, you know, it, it's nostalgia too, I guess, but that's not in here. So we won't even add it because they have other words. So. <laughs> and the unhealthy imagination, like it's weird when it's paired with like being a Capricorn because it's like not polar opposites because it's not like, you know, Capricorns aren't, you know, people that have a larger imagination or even capable of imagination, despite what many other people might think. Um, but just the fact that it says unhealthy imagination is like, what's unhealthy? Like, like what, like, I guess I'm curious as to how you would describe someone with an unhealthy imagination. Yeah. Um, maybe it's like someone who like builds too many castles in the sky, for example, and uh it oh someone who builds too many castles in the sky and then like some like they like they're unreachable or something like that and then uh I don't know like I I feel like I have I know what I'm trying to say but I I can't like put it in words I think you're putting it in like good enough words though like I know what you mean like you know there are so 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 many and maybe that's where that comes in then there are so many things I want to do and I feel like everybody has you know, like a list of things that in a perfect world, like you'd be able to do all these things and everything would be great. Mm -hmm. I guess I have so many different 
ambitions or things I want to try or things I really want to happen. And I just like daydream the day away, but I don't really think that's, that's just interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, are there any parts of your moon that you wanted to touch on a little more? Mm. Oh, uh, I thought this was interesting. It says, uh, the moon and cancer people have a large potential to be able to get in touch with the feelings and moods of others. Uh, and I think that that is, uh, very I think that's very true because sometimes I feel like I can kind of like I can like read a room and like kind of feel like oh like this person is like mad or like this person doesn't like this person or whatever or like even like you for example like I feel like I I can get a good read on you but you're like you don't even have to say it and I'm just like but it's also because we're friends so I know you um Um, but I, I like to think that I'm very, I always mix it up sympathetic or empathetic, but sometimes I feel like I, I feel like I can understand people a lot, like a little too much and really like put myself in their position, uh, as much as I possibly can. Hmm. That makes sense. And you, you do have a pretty good, like read on most people. I mean, even when we first met, I just remember like you being so like like you just understood me um (laughs) um but no I I that definitely makes sense yeah thank you thank you for making me cry (laughs) you're so welcome that's what I'm here for (laughs) um and one more thing that I thought was interesting uh which is literally something that you just touched upon is that uh moon and cancer are never detached they cling to things their home and people they care for they seek out security and familiarity in all they do they look for peace and quiet their attachment to all that is safe means that they are a little leery of change uh these peace-loving souls dislike superficiality in all forms they are devoted and accommodating um, and I thought, like, reading that, I was like, damn, like, I feel attacked right now. <laughs> because just like you said before, like, I, like, cling on to shit, like, a lot. Like, I'm not a hoarder because I really don't want to be a hoarder. Yeah. Um, I think the show Hoarders has been very, like, a good deterrent of that. Um, <laughs> but I also, like, have a really hard time letting things go. Like, I've been starting to collect birthday cards now. Um, and for like the past couple of years and, um, luckily it's only in one like little bucket or basket thing. Um, but let's see, like some things, like, especially like if my mom like gave me a shirt and I don't really like it that much, like, and I won't really wear it. I'll still keep it in my closet. It'll be on a hanger, but I would never be able to like donate it or sell it or throw it away because, uh. It, it just, like, I feel like I'll hurt be hurting my mom's feelings or something. Um, so, yeah. So, I thought this was very, like, spot on. Because uh, I tend to... I don't... I'm not, like, great with change. Uh, and there's an interesting... Uh, I don't think this is quoted word for word. But one of... I think one of our friends... I think Jen told me this, that one of the guidance counselors at school told her or I, I don't know if I was there I don't remember but basically she said that 
when you're too comfortable, you know, it's time to change. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So ever since that, like, I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> but like, I keep it in my head because I'm like, damn, like she has a point. Like some in certain aspects, uh, when you're too comfortable, like there should be like a time for change. But it's hard because like change is hard. It is. But you're right. You're right. I do believe that was our guidance counselor because I remember being there for that too. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, TBT. There has to be like a healthy balance between comfort and like willingness to try new things. Because I feel like, you know, if you were to apply that same logic to everything, then it's like the second you get settled, you should like get the fuck out, you know? Like, exactly. There has to be a healthy balance. And I feel like, you know, it, I, I mean, it's definitely a good lesson. I definitely feel like for a while too, I was also like, ah, gotta go. I'm too comfortable here. <laughs> but it's also just kind of like your own timeline and your own like clock that you have to move with. And just yeah. that like, you know, that is something to just be aware of because it is very easy to get like settled into a routine or into a certain thing. And it may not be the best thing for you or the only thing or you're missing out. So I get that. I Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, a quote that you should take with a grain of salt because it doesn't necessarily, like, apply to all things, like relationships or something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's some of my stuff. What about you? Did anything, like, shock you or attack you, too? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I guess I'll start with the thing that attacked me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I am a lunar Pisces, and... Uh, they we empathize even in the absence of experience um it gives them an open mind and heart most long to express this through writing music both listening and making poetry art in fact the happiest people with this position do just that um most pisces moon people instinctively know when they're due for a much needed recharge it's at these times that they retreat from the world and its harsh realities if only to get to gather strength to face everything and everyone again Solitude is important to them. They also need people. So their retreats will usually be short-lived. Um, Pisces moon individuals believe, and let's face it, the world needs Piscean leaps of faith. So I thought the recharge part was pretty accurate for me. And I know you think the same. Yeah. <laughs> so um, for everyone else, let me just explain real quick. I... I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm an introvert or an extrovert. I would probably put me like right in the middle, but I could be hanging out with like some of my closest friends. And then I just hit like a wall and I kind of shut down and I just need to be home and alone. <laughs> I, and some, it, it doesn't happen all the time. It's like rare that it happens, but, um, and as I've gotten older, I've gotten a lot better at figuring out when those moments are and just kind of like separating myself out. So it's not uncomfortable for everybody else, but I've noticed that like, and I know you've known, cause there's like specific examples in my mind where I'm like, I did it then and I did it then and I did it then. <laughs> you, just, you hit it like there's so much social interaction going on. And I guess like sometimes it just begets to get like, it starts to weigh down on me. And I just like, I need to, and I find myself with the drawing, even though I don't want to, cause I could be having fun or whatever. I yeah. shut like I shut down and I just need to like go back home and like recover. And then tomorrow I'm good again. But like, I just like, I, I hit a limit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought that was like really, really spot on. And I didn't think that that would show up in my, like my reading. Um, because most people are just like, oh, you're being moody, but it's not necessarily like, I'm like that all the time. It's like these very specific instances where like, I've hit a peak of how much I can take. And I just like, it's like quick, like, like zero to a hundred of just like, and I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get home as fast as I can. Um, which isn't great for like my relationships with people. So that's one thing that I noticed that was pretty spot on. Yeah, definitely. Another thing that I thought was interesting is that they said that lunar Pisceans are known to be dreamy and not always in touch with reality. Um, they may not always show real real oh my gosh, real world savvy in day-to-day practical affairs. They make up for this with remarkable intuition. They can put themselves in anybody's shoes with extreme ease. This endows them with remarkable compassion and love. Um, their sense of humor is delightfully silly and a bit odd. <laughs> These are perceptive souls who seem to be in touch with all the nuances and subtleties of human nature. Often this comes through in a strong sense of humor that is more of a receptive kind than the type of humor that would make people the life of the party. It generally, it's generally pretty easy to get them giggling. Um, I mean, I'm like giggling now, I guess. So I would say that's pretty true. That's it's, it's def. I, I feel like the moon, my moon sign and my sun sign contradict each other a bit. But again, um, just for listeners, it's just important to remember that this is just like the, the, your moon sign is your emotional response to something. So it's unconscious and it's how you express yourself when you're at home and you're like alone. So you know, when you're outside in the world, you're seeing your sun sign. And when you're home and you're alone and you're to yourself, that's when you kind of see the moon sign a bit more. So they should, I guess, contradict themselves a bit because, you know, you're not, most people aren't the same person they are when they're like putting on a face for everybody versus when they're home uh, yeah, and they're comfortable. So that makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. Okay. So we have a few more categories to touch on um we'll go through mercury venus and mars and those are some pretty they're also big sections but we're also kind of going to treat it the same way um so we'll just explain what we are what it means what we are and then you know how we feel like it applies or doesn't apply yes so mercury represents communication, Cartesian, and logical spirit. Uh, So, Jamika, what is your Mercury sign in? Capricorn. Shocker. (laughs) Um, It says that, um, so it has a lot of little parts to it, so I'll just go through the part that's right underneath it. Um, Her mind compartmentalizes impressions and she appreciates structure and order. The the mind learns best when it can see practical uses for information, resourceful, reflective, deep thinker, a fine and vivacious mind, may undertake lengthy studies or if circumstances do not allow, will teach herself. A rational person can be pessimistic, yes, skeptical, 100%, 
and sarcastic, yep. <laughs> Possessing a very sharp sense of humor, notices everything. Yeah, I that hits the nail right on the head for me. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> what's, your, what's your Mercury in? My Mercury is in Virgo. Ooh. Uh, yeah, and it says... Uh, she likes to discuss, deduce, and judge. She reasons logically and accurately. She may spend a lot of time on practical matters and keeping things in order. Sometimes nitpicky and nervous, secretly feeling she handles matters better than others. <laughs> um, that's a little true. <laughs> um, although I think... I don't reason logically most of the time. I reason a little more emotionally. Um, I would like to say I reason accurately, though. <laughs> and I think that ties in with secretly feeling she handles matters better better than others. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes like, I'll see like uh, someone like doing something, and then in my head I'm like, no, just do this, and it'll be so much easier. But then they just do it like the hard way. Uh, so then... I'll just I will but I'll never say it. I'll never be like, oh no, you should do it this way, my way. Like I'll just like keep it to myself. Yeah. That's it's really interesting that for every category you've gotten a different sign. Yeah, right. You so far have been Capricorn, Capricorn, Capricorn. Yeah, I've been Capricorn in my sun, Capricorn in my Mercury, and Pisces in my moon. Oh, that's right. My bad. No, but you're fine, because it might as well be Capricorn, Capricorn, Capricorn. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it feels. Um that's actually really cool, though, because you're getting, like, different aspects of each sign. Um, how do you, like, would you say that so far, because you've had, like, three different signs, would you say that the parts that they pick align well with you, or? I think mostly everything has aligned with my personality and who I am. Um, there were a few things, like, very few things that I didn't agree with, but overall, like, uh, this has a pretty good read on me so far. Yeah. How about you? I feel the same way. Um, there are definitely like some parts where you're like, oof, like reading about your personality and actually like it aligning so well with you is kind of like weird. But um, I think it's been like so accurate with my just who I get, uh, you know, like my personality and stuff and everything that it says so far, I'm kind of like, I can't say that that's not right. <laughs> like I want to say that's not right, but I can't. Yeah. So yeah, I'm liking it so far. Um, were there any parts in Mercury that you really identified with? Oh, uh, adaptable she's attracted to the arts slash letters i'm not sure what letters means uh but definitely the arts uh can easily keep many irons in the fire at the same time a true multitasker and i'd like to think i'm a very good multitasker <laughs> how about you so it says says uh good education she's cultivated enjoying literature family life and family relationships um, and then it says that I am an extremely imaginative person who dreams of all sorts of unusual ideas and plans. And um, my thinking is quite subjective and in some cases narrow or biased. Um, I might enjoy working at home or keeping a lively intellectual atmosphere in my home. 
I retain a lot of information and usually I'm usually quite interested in history, psychology, or politics. I'm not quick to embrace a new idea or plan and can be quite traditional in my thinking. So, I mean, I'm so interested in psychology. Uh, It's really, really interesting to me. And I guess also, you know, history is not that interesting to me. (laughs) Um, That's probably where I would, I would disagree slightly with this. And politics too, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm interested so much as that I have no choice but to be interested in it, mm-hmm. or at least know, be like knowledgeable about it. Yeah. But they make me seem like a very, like, in my head, I just pictured a stuffy professor <laughs> with bookcases full of books, which I do have, but like, you know, I just... Oof. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing, how it made it sound like you were you had like the library from Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> the Beast's mansion or castle, there you go. Um, and you were just like this scholar with like glasses and a big ass book in your hand. <laughs> um <laughs> that's, that's really funny that we both thought of the same thing. Yeah. Um, I was curious though, because the last part of it said that you were more traditional thinking or traditional in general. I don't know if I find you to be like traditional. Do you? Um, I guess it, it depends on like what topic, you know? Yeah. I, you know, I, and I guess I don't even know what, how they would define traditional. Mm-hmm. Like, and you mean like in schooling, like, do I believe that people should go to college? Like, yes, that's my traditional, like, you know, like what, what context do I fall in? Yeah. Um, so I don't know about that, hmm. but it also says I have no specific aim in life. So it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, it's funny you just said that because one thing I forgot to add into mine is that it said may move around a lot professionally. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that is true because I, uh, throughout my college career, I've changed my major a couple of times. And even now, like, I'm just like, what the fuck do I do with my life? Cause I don't think I like what I chose. Uh, yeah. so I'm definitely in that same bubble, but I think you, well, I know we both kind of share the same idea, but you definitely, had more of a an idea I didn't find you to be aimless but it's so funny that you could that yours says that you might change your job because mine is also like she might frequently change jobs or might bore easily which I'm kind of like yes it's it's not a lie (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I think that's interesting though because I I don't you know I feel the same way that you feel that you know I might not have chosen the right career for me, but at the time I was so like, this is what I'm doing, you know, that like now that you're actually finally in your professional career, of course, you're not going to feel like, you know, this might not be the thing I should be doing forever. So I kind of feel like that's normal on both sides for us. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if anything, I'm starting to feel more like how you felt so long ago about there's so many different careers I could do. Why am I limiting myself to just one? Um, yeah, seriously. So that's kind of where I'm kind of like, I wish I had that thinking earlier. 
Um, I probably still would be in college right now, but I don't know. It's, it's just interesting. Um, and we can definitely like go more into what college was like for both of us and how we picked our majors and all that stuff like later on. Cause I feel like that's a whole podcast in itself. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe we'll talk about that on a future podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Well, if you're ready, do you want to move on to Venus? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Okay. So Venus represents an interest in emotions and values, exchange and sharing with others. So Michelle, what is your Venus in? Alrighty. So looking through the lens of emotions, values, exchange and sharing with others. Um, let's see. Yes. Okay. So my Venus is in Leo and the short description is sincere, frank, and warm affections. She is full of tenderness, high hopes, and love. She likes to live and satisfy her passions to the fullest, can be possessive, and might even seduce for the sake of seducing to prove her, to herself that she is attractive. Very proud in love <laughs> and warm-hearted and generous loved ones. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> right? That's, that's really funny. Yeah, uh, some of this is true. Uh, most of it is true. I don't think that I seduce for the sake of seducing. It makes me sound like a siren luring sailors to their deaths. Um, <laughs> but I am very warm-hearted and generous with my loved ones. Um, I'd like to think. And, uh, Yes. I, I can be possessive, especially of my friends. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree. Uh, how about you? What, where, where is your Venus in? Okay, so unlike Michelle, for some reason, they decided not to give me a short description for this. So I tried to bullet like some keywords here. Um, and it basically says that, you know, uh, so my Venus is an Aquarius. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and it says that, you know, people try to impress you with their open-minded, future-thinking spirit, and that we want you to see us as unique, rebellious, and a little provocative. Um, they want you to acknowledge and appreciate they don't follow the beaten track in matters of the heart. They don't follow all the rules. Um, and we want people to love us for our intellect and see us as, where is it, unique. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So um, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, there, there are so many aspects to this one. Um, yeah, there's a lot. So it, it's, it's a lot. But that's like the gist of my Venus. And I am just shocked (laughs) (laughs) because I wouldn't you know I mean of course we all want people to see us in a certain way but I wouldn't say that I want people to see me as open-minded I feel like I am Mm open-minded um well it says never mind we want to impress you with how open-minded and uh and our future thinking spirit um It says that we can appear quite standoffish at times. 
but I don't say I'm like threatened by restrictions of any kind. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know about this, this one. I feel like my Venus might be a little bit more like one that I don't necessarily a hundred percent agree with. Hmm. So would you say so far that all the other ones you kind of like felt like it resonated with you more rather than this Venus one? Yeah. I mean, like, you seek balance, beauty, harmony, and peace in your home and domestic life. Like, well, yeah, who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, Yeah, she likes everything beautiful, the arts, balance, and harmony. She's amenable and sociable. She likes entertainment and has a loving nature. I don't know. I I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe I would need to read into it a little bit more than just giving it a quick glimpse because this... I this is what I'm not familiar with um but just based off of like the words that I pulled I wouldn't necessarily say that like you know I'm rebel I want people to see me as rebellious hmm yeah I don't I don't think I agree with that at least knowing you I don't agree with that either yeah uh because it's kind of like I don't think you have anything to rebel against yeah and like Whatever rebelling I did, I'm, like, bringing it all to light now because I'm, like, fuck it. (laughs) I did this. Like, I cut school. I, you know, did all these other things that everyone else did my age. Like, I I wouldn't wouldn't say I'm rebellious, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it depends on who you ask because I have have quite a bit of tattoos and... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) People might see that as rebellious, whereas I just see it as a form of art. So, yeah, I um, agree. Maybe, maybe that's it. But do you feel like yours is pretty accurate? For Venus? Yeah. Um, let's see again. It says Venus and Leo people have high expectations. Um, but once you know that these expectations revolve only around how much attention you're giving them, you'll see that they're really quite big hearted about most everything else. I don't think I have super high expectations um, when it comes to... I guess this is talking about like emotions, values, exchange, sharing with others. Like, uh, I don't think I have high expectations. And if it's someone like I care about, like I'm going to be like big hearted no matter what. Like I don't need them to give me attention to be big hearted. Um, Cause I already care about them. Uh, and there's one part that does say Venus in Leo loves to court and be courted. Uh, and I agree with that part because I like to be courted and I like to court. Um, but it does say, and they need to feel very special. And I don't think I always need to be like super special. Like basically what the gist I'm getting of Venus and Leo is that Leos really need to be uh, charmed and like uh, be like pampered and made to feel like they're the king of the world. Uh, but I don't think I agree with that. Like, I don't need to feel like I'm the king of the world. Uh, so, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So, some of it, yes. A lot of it, no. Okay. All right. So, up next is Mars. And Mars represents the desire for action and physical energy. So, Jamika, where is your Mars? My Mars is in Capricorn. Shocker. Oh. <laughs> um, 
I also don't have a short description for this one. Mm-hmm. If anything, this is even longer than Venus. <laughs> uh, I guess I, I have a lot of issues as Mars. Um, I'll just go through it real quick. So natives with this position have a subdued and controlled style of approaching life. Most don't come across as particularly enthusiastic. Um, theirs is a low-key but determined energy. Mars and Capricorn natives like to be on top of things. They are generally goal-oriented and focused people who are not afraid of hard work. Hmm. Yeah. I think you're all of those things. <laughs> I would agree. I mean, I tend to be when I'm a Capricorn. It's, it's when I go to these other signs that it starts to get, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? What's yours? Well, I also don't have a short description. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think towards the end, they were like, nah, they can read it. <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the first sentence of this like mini paragraph is Mars and Libra natives. Oh, mine is Mars and Libra. I don't know if I said that already. Um, Mars and Libra natives often reflect about things before they act. Decisiveness is not their strong point, Oof. but they do eventually get things done. Many people with this position procrastinate generally because they feel the need to weigh all of the alternatives before taking action. Um, and that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you know me well. Uh, we are both very indecisive. <laughs> so maybe we're secretly a Mars and Libra too. <laughs> um, along with Capricorn, because Capricorn really defined you well as well. Um but yeah, especially like if we all go out to get food, like uh, I think as I've gotten older, I've been a little better about it, but um, I am very indecisive because I think I just am worried that I'm not going to like, there's so many choices. What if I don't pick the right one? And what if the other one gave me this result? And I like that result better, but you can only choose one. So it's like, it's hard. Um, yeah. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. What are you going to say? No, I, I, that's 100% spot on, I think, what you're saying, too, because it doesn't just reflect in, like, the small decisions, too. I feel like when it comes to big decisions, we both, like, have it. I mean, we literally just talked about how we did pro-con things for everything. Like, when it comes to big, big decisions, like, we really have to really think about it. We can't just be like, oh, well, like, we'll see what happens. Like, it's always carefully thought out. Yeah. So I completely get that. Totally. Um. I really uh, resonated with procrastination um, because ever since I was little, I've always saved my projects till the last minute, which is very bad. But sometimes the stress uh, pushes me like to get shit done. Like uh, yesterday, I had to finish a uh, defensive driving course that I'm taking and it was due today. Um, and I had like three chapters left, but I really had to push and they were so boring, but I did it cause I had to. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. I was just looking through mine really quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there anything that pops out? It says that you can be fiercely protective of your close friends and family with Mars in your solar fourth house. And anger may be deeply felt and possibly deeply buried too. As a result, it can be difficult for others to pinpoint your true motives. 
you can be considered a real enigma. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like, oh, you can be passive aggressive in your approach to the outside world when younger. I don't know. I feel like that's pretty spot on for me. Um, I just read something that said that, like, I make quick decisions, Mm -hmm. which I don't think is necessarily true because we just talked about that. Yeah. Um, She is tough and sometimes insensitive, putting much of her energy and talents into overcoming all the obstacles to her success. She is obstinate, calculating, aiming not to take on anything without having thought of all the possible consequences. So, yeah. I would definitely say that's like where I fall. I have to think of every single con that could go with the pro to it. Um, like just the perfect example, when we were doing a pro con list for whether or not I should go and do grad school in DC, um, that I remember being like, that's a huge decision. And I really needed to talk through it with someone and you were the perfect person to kind of be like, okay, well, let's go through everything. Yeah. Um, Cause I really can't make a decision until I've thought of every single like, like issue that could come from it yeah (laughs) I'm just giggling because I'm like it's funny because uh she said she would go to me and it's like two indecisive people put together (laughs) making a decision (laughs) but I think because we're two indecisive people I think we can because we like pick through things with a fine tooth comb and we really make sure like which is it like we really evaluate like all the possibilities with what each decision may bring I think it's good that like it makes sense why we would go to each other for that because uh we both will like worry about the different outcomes and like ultimately help you to come up with a decision or maybe leave you more confused than ever (laughs) Well, yeah, there's always that possibility too. Yeah. But we do, we definitely do bounce things off each other that we wouldn't think about. And I feel like if we were to talk to someone that's maybe more decisive, that decision might not be what's best for us, you know? Yeah. Because we, they're not picking apart it nearly as much as we are, which means that they're not seeing all the things that we're seeing. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to defend our indecisiveness a little bit. (laughs) No, definitely. I agree. Because sometimes more decisive people will be like, oh, you know, hearing your situation, uh, I think you should do this or this is what I would do. Um, But you're right. Like, it's not always necessarily uh, going to fit with what your way of thinking is or how you're going to deal with the uh, result of your decision. Um, I know since I'm an indecisive lady, I don't know if you do this, but I was just thinking how uh, sometimes when I give advice, I, I, I've seen a meme about it too, but it would be like, oh, like me giving advice would be like, yeah, so, you know, I would do this and I would do that. But, you know, but that's just me. So you always add the, but that's just me because you want to make sure you're not the reason their life got fucked up. I A hundred percent. I mean, like, you know, we always, not just the two of us, but we always go to like all of our, all of our friends for advice. And we all are always just like, you know, this is what I would do if I were you, but I'm not you. So your decision is like, come up with it on your own, you know? But 
I think we're good like sounding boards to bounce ideas off of because we will let you know like, well, these are some of the things that you should think about instead of just being like, well, I think that's a good idea and good luck. You know, like we'll actually give you like our feedback. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that's a great way to put it, uh, sounding boards, because I think it's important to have that feedback and not just, I think you should make decisions, but think them out like before. Uh, doing something rash I think maybe in smaller things like food or whatever like sometimes you can make like a whatever decision just go with it but I know most of the time you and I are very like uh (laughs) what (laughs) you decide no you pick you pick you pick I don't want to pick well you gotta (laughs) you know I feel that (laughs) Do you have anything else for your for your Mars that you were interested in? Uh, this one's kind of interesting. It says, Mars and Libra people are adept at predicting when problems and discord will occur well in advance. They know how to compromise and are excellent at conflict management. Oh. Um, yeah. So I would say I'm good at compromising uh, most of the time. Like, I don't need to get my way, like, all the time. Uh, or in general, like it's fine. Uh, but it kind of plays into like one of the other things that we said a few uh, minutes or a while ago is that how sometimes I think I would, my way of doing things is better than others. So it kind of falls with compromising is that so like if someone wants to do something a certain way, in my head, I'll be like, I don't know if that's the right way, but you know, I'm not gonna say anything. (laughs) That's me compromising, like I'll compromise and like, say like I made a decision and then the other person made a decision like I made a decision one time and then the uh, like I can't always make decisions for uh whatever we're doing with this random person that I just made up um but compromising is like oh like let them pick an idea once and then like even though my idea I think might be better like compromise is letting the other person execute their idea yeah I that is really it's really cool that you would be like listed as like a conflict like resolution person because like that does speak a lot to your personality. I feel like you are like neutral ground for most things and you're not like, you know, you're not an aggressive person, point blank, period. But there are some people that are very much like my way and that's it and bullshit everybody else. So I kind of like that you have the ability to kind of just like, pick your battles and just go with the flow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that takes a lot of strength also to like not always be bulldozed by people. So I really, I think that's true. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome. How about you? Anything else pop out for you? Um, so my conjunction between Mars and Neptune, her feelings are dominated by wisdom, intuition, and instinct and geared towards the ideal. She likes water, sea voyages. She likes odd people and situations <laughs> and often use a gentle approach to pursuing desires. So I love being by bodies of water. I like, there. it just like calms me and like grounds me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, like if I could be by a body, if I could live by a body of water, that's like the ideal situation for me Um, yeah and I sort of do right now which is kind of nice I just don't really take advantage of it too much because 
it gets expensive where I live. Um, but I think that that's really cool that it brought attention to that. Cause I feel like most people, when they think of Capricorns, they don't, we are an earth sign, but you don't associate us with like liking water as much as like an Aquarius or like a Pisces. So I think that's pretty cool that it would bring that out and that my feelings are dominated by wisdom and intuition and instinct because I feel like that, you know, I would say that's accurate for me. Um, I think it's interesting that it also pointed it out about the bodies of water is because uh, I think so far, like the other, uh, the other planet or wait, hold on. The other signs you're like the moon and the sun and stuff have been in are like Pisces and Aquarius. So like, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, like you would think that they would mention that, like, you like water because those are water signs, but it didn't mention that at all. So for it to mention it now and, you know, this being like, you know, our Mars sign too is really cool. But it also says that I make quick decisions, that I have a lot of things on my plate and I want to succeed and that um, I succeed through a phenomenal work rate, um, stormy or simply active family life where her leadership or aggressiveness shows itself. So I would say that my Mars one is pretty accurate just from the things that I've read and seen. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it's like my Mars sign is a Capricorn. So it makes sense that all of that stuff aligns because that's my true sign, you know, yeah. showed up in like three, three parts so far of this, of this reading. My, let's see, my Mars is a Capricorn. My sun is in Capricorn. And my Mercury is in Capricorn. So like that's three parts of however many that we've done that have been like your actual sign. So I'm very clearly, very strongly Capricorn. <laughs> I think that's all I have for my Mars one. Did you have any more? No, no, no. I think I'm done with mine too. Okay, cool. So I think that wraps it up for it. this segment of getting to know us. Yeah, thank you for getting to know us. <laughs> We're going to jump right into our favorite things this week. Yeah. All right. So this is our segment of our favorite things for this week, where we tell you our favorite things this week. So you want to go first or shall I? I can go first this time. Okay, cool. I, so my favorite thing this week is Annie's tomato soup. Ooh. Yes. I have been craving soup like a lot recently and I went looking for it and I couldn't find it anywhere and it made me really sad because one worker was like that's children's food and I was like okay but I want it (laughs) Annie's is the one with the bunnies right it is I love Annie's (laughs) it's so good yeah and I just you know like I have a newfound maybe it's with age but I have a newfound appreciation of souks and because I don't eat meat my options are like a little more limited so I can really only have the tomato soup or like vegan specific soups. Yeah. And the Annie's soup was out this week at both the supermarkets I went to. And I was kind of like, this is what I wanted though. But it's okay. Cause I got their like pasta and tomato sauce and I pretended it was soup and it was fine. 
So that's my favorite thing this week. What's yours? That's so sweet. Um, quick question. Uh, does it come in like a can or like a carton or something? Oh, it comes in a can. Ooh, I have to, I have to look for it because I like Annie's uh, mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Um, and I like her bunny gummies. And her, her animal crackers. Her, yeah. like, her graham crackers are really good. The chocolate chip ones. Oh, God. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like the uh, Annie's uh, kind of goldfish-esque crackers. Oh, yeah. Bunnies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally, I'm going to look out for that soup. Definitely do. So my favorite thing this week is, well, it's not for just this week, but I'm just going to say it is for this week because I love this thing. Um, but it is Shit's Creek. The show on Netflix. Um, do you watch Shit's Creek? I do not, but I know that you love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I can't remember if I told her about this already. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they finally put up the last season on Netflix, uh, maybe like a few weeks ago. Um, and I just finished watching it and I was in tears. It was Waterworks city over here um and it's it's truly a great show i know it won a lot of emmys um in like the comedy section or whatever i don't really follow the awards but it did um and it's a very like it's a very pleasant show to have on not a background show because you should pay attention because it's a really good story it's really funny it's genuine it's just uh like it's not trying to too hard to be something like insane and because it's not trying too hard to like be something like legendary or whatever um that's what makes it so uh amazing it's just refreshing and i love it oh yeah so that made me really happy this week and that was my favorite thing of the week but really it's one of my favorite tv shows of all time oh yeah okay well i'll definitely have to check it out yeah you should it's really good i really think you would like it i would definitely yeah. All right. And that concludes our segment of our favorite things. Just a reminder that we are not sponsored by any of the brands or products <laughs> or shows or books that we mentioned. This or week. office supplies. Exactly. <laughs> this is, or, or companies. This is strictly just things that we enjoy as your everyday normal people. 